0: Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
1: From CBS News, this is The Takeout with Major Garrett. Welcome back. This is your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. Our special guest, Natasha Cloud, starting point guard for the Washington Mystics and the WNBA. Playoff bound Washington Mystics, I think we should say. They've moved, uh, and they moved into 2018 from. The Downtown Arena, I can't remember what it was called then. It's called Capital One Arena now. That's irrelevant. They're now here in Anacostia, across the Anacostia River. And that's an important move for the team. It's been an important move in your life. It sensitized you and made you more aware of a community that you are embracing and getting closer to. Um, Other than the issue that we spent a lot of time talking about in the main program, Gun violence and its effects on small children here in Anacostia. Anything else you've discovered? Anything that's cool about this place that you got a vibe on? I love
2: Southeast DC. Uh, Like I had mentioned in our our previous, uh, you know, it's just got so much culture here and history and it's just good vibes um i really love being in this community uh we live right down the street from uh the nat stadium which is nice when you're talking about being able to walk to and from different places uh but it it really is such a special place
1: and we do uh we call this kind of the fun and game segment not as much um heavy politics and policy Mm -hmm. and um one of the things that makes it the fun and game part of the program that also helps our audience get to know who our guest is is we have three questions we ask every guest okay so in no particular order, you can take these in any order you want. Um, most influential book in your life. Uh, all-time favorite movie or one of your favorite movies. And if you're on a, one of those long flights or long drives um, in coach, we're going to work on that, hopefully. <laughs> Hear that, WNBA. Um, what kind of music, artist, or genre are you most likely to listen to?
2: Yeah, uh, I think most, most influential book, uh, my freshman year, going, in, well, going into my freshman year at Cardinal uh in Springfield, PA, we had to ra- read The Alchemist. And that's a really tough book to read at 14, 15 years old. But um, when you're talking about just kind of spiritually finding myself and finding myself in uh, my Catholic religion, um, it, it was huge. Uh, What's it about? It's about a man that goes through trials and tribulations and, you know, just a really, like, spiritual book. Uh, it was great for me. Um, it might not be the same for other people. Right. I've, Alchemy I've had is, is
1: ch- changing a base metal into gold. Or yeah, something.
2: and, you know, I, I've had my mom read it, and she's like, mm, this isn't for me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get my fiancé to read it now, uh, so we'll see what she says. Uh, but it, it really is, it, it was a huge book for me.
1: Fantastic movie.
2: Movie. I I love movies. Um, If I could do anything on an off day, it's just sit and watch movies. Um, My favorite one, I'm a big, like, Disney Channel kid, so I'm going to stick with the classic of The Lion King.
1: What could be wrong with The Lion King? I still
2: cry when Mufasa dies. I think we all do a little bit.
1: (laughs) Uh, and have you seen the live-action version? I have not seen the live-action. Okay, So live that's but, on your to-do list probably absolutely. post-playoffs, I'm guessing. Absolutely,
2: yeah. after we win the championship, There you obviously. go, after we <laughs> win the champion. And music? Um, I'm all over with my music. Um, my favorite genre is definitely R&B, like old-school R&B. Um, but I listen to everything, uh, whether it's rock, R&B, rap, country. Um, I'm really just all over the place. I love music, um, so... Um, You know, it's just all good vibes. It kind of depends on what mood I'm into.
1: Of course, of course. Um, And as a pro athlete uh, in a profession, basketball, women's basketball, what do you see as the future for the WNBA? Do you see it getting ever brighter? Do you see audience and fan reaction building? Where do you think the league is and where do you think it's heading?
2: Um, I think our league is the strongest female league in in our country. Um, We're progressing, um, but I would like to see our league be able to stand on its own without the NBA. I would like to be able to stay here. Um, the t- entire twelve months out of the year, instead of right. you know, just you, made, three the, you or four. made a reference
1: that a couple of times playing overseas. Walk me through that. What is that? What is that all about?
2: So, uh, for the three four months of the summer, we play here in the WNBA, and then for the rest of the off season, we go overseas to play because that's where we make majority of our money. I mean, when you're talking about my salary almost being doubled overseas, uh, you know, I have to go. Um, unfortunately, that means you're away from your family and your friends and your loved ones for six months. And, and you're
1: away from this community.
2: Away from this community, and it's wear and tear in our bodies that we're playing, you know, year-round. Um, and is that, is, that,
1: is that implied in the WNBA contract that you will do this, or do you do that separately, separately. From, from your life in the WNBA?
2: Separately. So, um, you know, hopefully we can get our league to where – We don't need to do that. But right now, in order to be financially stable and and provide for ours, we have to.
1: So uh, to, I think, explain this to the audience, uh, if your salary levels were higher in the WNBA, you could not, you could forego the overseas playing. Absolutely. But because I presume, I don't know this, the salaries are capped or there's a certain... Equation.
2: Yeah, we, we have a salary cap as a okay. team, um, above know,
1: which they cannot go. The, the and highest, then to fill in the, of the rest for your life, you need to go overseas.
2: Yeah, the highest paid player is uh, one hundred seventeen thousand. Um, when you're talking about our counterparts, we're not asking for millions of dollars. Right. I think that's that what is kind of a rounding error of the NBA about. contract. I'm just asking for enough money to be able to sustain us so the amount of money combined with what i make overseas and what i make in the WNBA, why can't i just make it here Mm -hmm. um if we invest into our league there will be an outcome um that plays in our favor um and i think we're seeing it just with cbs picking us up for more games on on tv right um what was that network again CBS, you we, heard it right. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> just, uh, just, just curious about that. Our viewership has gone up tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're talking about betting on women and investing in us, there And will the be college
1: men. game is becoming attractive, not only as a television proposition, but in ticket sales. Absolutely. And they've one feeds into the other.
2: Absolutely. Um, and there's a little bit of a disconnect between women's college basketball and the professional level. We're still trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's just all about progressing our league to where we can make this league the best league in the world.
1: Before I let you go, uh, you said you love movies. When I have someone who is from a a distinct walk of life and movies are often made about that particular walk of life, lawyers, cops, Mm -hmm. uh, military, intelligence people, I always ask them, in that realm, do you have a favorite movie? Do you have a favorite sports movie or a favorite basketball movie?
2: My dad would say Rudy's his favorite. He loves. He literally cries every time he goes and walks on the field. So uh, that's been played a lot in our household. Uh, but for me, uh, Glory Road um, it has been a huge movie for me because it not only you know follows obviously basketball and, and uh, uh, Texas's uh, men's team, but it also follows the racial um, problems that were happening back in the time that it was uh, taken in.
1: Right, and that's the, uh, I believe it's West uh, Texas State.
2: El, El Paso, was it? Yeah. 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 It yeah. yeah, so.
1: became El Paso, right? became UTEP, yes. Yeah. But they played Kentucky, I believe, for the national yes, championship. Yes, yes, yes. So. And it was uh, all segregated. Mm-hmm. And
2: and you only played black players in the championship game right? to make a statement, which I thought was huge.
1: That's the voice of Natasha Cloud. We've been at Bus Boys and Poets here in Anacostia and having a fantastic time. Thanks for the time. Thanks thank for the conversation. You. No, it's been thank a real you. pleasure meeting you. Absolutely. We'll see you again next week, folks. Thanks. New episodes of The Takeout are available Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. The Takeout is produced by Arden Fari, Katiana Krichenko, and Jamie Benson. CBSN production by Alex Zuckerman and Eric Susanan. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, visit TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News Radio.